Welcome back into the Great Scott Show on a Friday, a football Friday. Big thanks to Gus Cattingale for coming on in the last segment. Christian Clark, who wrote that great piece on the Pelicans, that deep dive into all of the issues that have plagued the team uh, and the disarray between David Griffin and Zion Williamson, among other things, he is coming up in uh, the next segment. But right now, it's a football Friday. Plenty of high school football in the air tonight. My friend, you guys all know him, Seth Lewis, sports director at KATC TV3. He and the crew, Friday Night Football. They've got it for you every week. They've got great coverage, and uh, they do, of course, all kind of great stuff over there. Good morning, Seth. How are you, my friend? I am well, sir. How are you? I'm great. I mean, how could you not be with this weather, right? Man, the weather is fantastic. You know, um, my wake-up time isn't usually this early, but sometimes you just got to get up to be able to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, this is this is nice. If it could stay this way for, I don't know, the next six months, I wouldn't complain. No, I, if it stay like this forever around here, I mean, the price of housing would go True. up a lot. And, um, you know, not all mosquitoes, but a lot of them would go away, although I'm still getting bit like crazy. <laughs> but, you know, from the Storm Team 3 with Lab and Daniel Phillips, when you got sunny and pleasant today as the forecast with a high of 81 and a low tonight of, like, you know, 59, I mean, come on. Give it to me. I, there's, you yeah. know what? You know what? Like, I, I, do, I don't like the cold, for the record. Um, and, and I don't care about people from up north and blah, 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 you're a wimp, whatever. I like the Louisiana shorts and hoodie weather you know what i mean like when it's the louisiana shorts and hoodie type weather that's that's what i live for right there and that is like saying shorts and hoodie in some places would means, just yeah. be like a foreign statement you yeah. know what i mean but it's it's a i know exactly what you're saying and it's the best <laughs> what i got on yesterday is what i have is what i had on yesterday is what i have on today it's Man, what it is and you're ready for a little bit of everything that's it um no, it, it's it's it is the best, and uh, like I said, like you said, you know, it'd be nice if it could last year round, but I don't want to get too greedy. That's take it, take it where you can get it. You man. know what I mean? Take I, it where I, you can I, get take it. What I can get. Uh, Seth Lewis, our guest, ESPN fourteen twenty, but you know, UL and LSU on the road tomorrow, and Saints. Granted, when they're at home, they play at home, but on the road in uh, in New England, Bill Belichick wears shorts and hoodies when it's uh, three degrees outside. That's not what Seth and I are talking about. By the way, no, well, I, I don't think I've ever asked you this, and I ask most guests this question: What is your favorite Beastie Boys song of all time? See, I don't have a deep cut, right? Like you know, for, for the Beastie Boys, it would probably be Brass Monkey, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I hear it. You know, our boy Norman Locke didn't know that Brass Monkey was a cocktail. He didn't even know it was a drink. Did you know that? Really? Oh, you didn't either. Yeah, Let me tell you something. No, his, no, no, I didn't know that. It, it, oh, oh, okay. I'm sorry. You were saying really to Norm. Yeah, his fraternity brothers yeah. were all giving him grief. He's like, I didn't know it was a drink. It's like, I mean, you know, I. It, it, but you're you're a young guy too. He was he was blaming it on yeah, age. Or he was he was oh you guys nah, are just man. old. Scott, you're old. I mean, you're a young man. You know what a brass monkey cocktail yeah, is? Nah, Norm Norm just hasn't lived enough. <laughs> he hadn't lived enough in his 29 years. Yeah, yeah right. And 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 knowing Norm uh, and all all about Norm uh, saying that he hasn't lived enough is hilarious. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I knew that was a drink and. um and no, I mean, I, I don't know if this would be surprising to you or not, but uh, I didn't really grow up 
on the Beastie Boys. No, that, that does not. You know, <laughs> honestly, it's 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 people like Billy Napier and I in our age bracket. I mean, Billy told me he's like, I might be dating myself a little bit, and we started talking about Beastie Boys. I'm like, man. I guess I guess that's I guess I always date myself and that's okay. You know, every now and then I'll get someone on that's like, yeah, like and they know, you know, they know all of them. Most of the time it's kind of like you. It's like, look, I don't I don't know, you know, the whole catalog or anything. I know some of the hits, so I'm going to roll with this one. That's usually the answer. And then you'll get like a player and you know, I mean Shane Vallow's like, I have no I've never heard of that group. I have no idea like any I don't know anything. <laughs> it's like they are yeah. they're in the fame Shane and he's like, and, you know, what? And yeah, Shane's probably like we we call our offensive line the Beastie Boys. Right. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> he was like, I didn't know that actually came from That's someone right. else. Like, That's yeah. right. Oh man, I wish I wish they wish uh, MCA was still alive and they still made music. But I digress. Let's um, let's talk about high school football. Uh, for anyone that's looking for some scores. From last night, uh, some highlights, KTC.com. They've got it for you. I've got all the scores as well over at ESPN1420.com. But uh, I, I, want, I wanted to talk to you about some of tonight's games uh, in the area. And uh, starting with the Notre Dame game, that's going to air uh, on our sibling station, News Talk 96.5 KPEL. But I, 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 you, you're in the know with this stuff. Where, what is your... What's your gut telling you? Although you lost that, you're looking great, by the way. What is your heart telling? You? What is your what is your um, objectivity as an analyst? We'll roll with that. What is that telling you about tonight's matchup at Turlings? Well done. Uh, yeah. So my gut may not be able to guide me as much as it has in the past. Oh man, you're but, looking great. You're uh, looking great. I mean it. No, nah, I I appreciate that. Yeah, y'all can check that out on KETC. But uh, <laughs> but anyway though, um. I think it's going to be a good game. And, I mean, look, you know, Turlins has um, never been bad, but, like, obviously they've not necessarily been as good as they've, like, wanted to be some years. Man, they've been rolling. They've really been rolling so far, man. I mean, you know, they have been putting up points. Um, it's been exciting. Football, uh, you know, even in the jamboree, they're pulling out wide receiver passes. Uh, you know what I mean? And so, like, I think that um, Turlins has a real shot tonight, you know, but Notre Dame obviously is undefeated too, and they're just always as steady as they come as far as the football team is concerned. But um, And that is our game of the week. You know, Notre Dame and Turlins is um, is the game of the week that we will be uh, live tonight. Um, they're at 5-6, and six, and then, you know, Coming up at ten thirty, and um, in Friday night football, we'll have the full highlights and then reaction from must see TV. By the way, coaches. everybody, I'm sorry to cut you off. Yeah. Must see yeah. TV if you're in the area. Ten thirty, uh, KTC every Friday night during high school football season. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, uh, come on and, and check us out because that'll be our, our league game. But no, uh, like I said, I, uh, for me, with with Turlins and Turlins finished the year off really strong last year. And so the big question for Turlins coming into this season was, could that momentum from, you know, winning their first-round game in Division Two, and then, like, you know, really kind of keeping it close with uh, De La Salle, who was uh, the team that obviously challenged uh, STM in the Division Two championship game, like, could they carry that momentum from the end of the season over into this year? And, um, you know, even with a different quarterback, because um, Preston Welch, is their uh, starting quarterback now. Um, he's a sophomore. And, man, uh, so far so good, you know, in, in his first year starting. I mean, he's been very composed um, back there in the pocket. 
And um, I'm just really interested to see Kenturlins pull it off tonight because I do believe that a victory over Notre Dame is that next step in the progression for Turlings to get to back to where they want to be. Yeah, I mean they're getting votes in the LSWA poll, but they're not they're not in the in the top ten there uh, in, in Class Four A. And of course, Notre Dame is in two A. I mean they're fifth, they're three and zero, but like they're just they're Notre Dame. I mean rankings aside, you know it it means something. Um, you know, I I look I want I want to ask you about this Brobridge game. They're hosting Vanderbilt Catholic, uh, and you know Vanderbilt is is ranked there in Class Four A at at number nine, and and Brobridge hasn't you know played a lot of football. They played one game, and then COVID hit, and and they hadn't really been able to play since. And they're finally back in action tonight, and it'll be on our airways ESPN fourteen twenty. But are you will you be surprised? Is my question if they come out tonight and are able to take on a Vanderbilt Catholic team that I think has only played one game themselves and and look, I guess, up to par. Will you be surprised is the question. No, I won't be surprised. And <clears throat> part of the reason I won't be surprised is because of who the head coach is. You know, when you're talking about Tank Loti, I mean, he, uh, everywhere he's been pretty much, um, he's been successful. And so um, – no, it won't. It won't surprise me at all if they if they come out and and they roll. Obviously, and you you know this just as well as I do that their record isn't probably isn't indicative of the team that they have. Correct. I mean, they beat New Iberia um, in in week one, which New Iberia was a team that um, you know had a lot of success last year. Their own New Iberia is zero and three so far, but. Um, but did have a lot of success um, last year, so it wasn't a bad start for them. And um, you know, you just you'd be interested to see how Catholic High and St. Martinville, the two games that they had to forfeit, would go because those are two good teams. Um, you know, usually they're two good teams, and they and that's too. And so, um, and so, me um, and Vanderbilt Catholic. You know, we don't really know a whole lot about them, obviously, because of not being able to play during um, uh, due to Hurricane Ida. And it's great uh, that they're back on the field. It's awesome to see all of those teams, a lot of those teams, uh, getting back on the field. You know, and their only game they've played so far is against uh, Newman, which uh, we know what Arch Manning and the boys uh, can do with the Greenies. So, um, so no, it wouldn't, but it wouldn't surprise me ultimately, and it's because of their head coach. Uh, Tank Lotif and the culture that I know that um, he is instilling uh, with the Tigers. ESPN fourteen twenty. That's Seth Lewis from KTC TV three. Uh, Brobridge and uh, Vanderbilt Catholic. Uh, Aaron here tonight. ESPN fourteen twenty. Mike Bernard. They call him the Bandit. He's got the call. Last year, one hundred five one. We have Acadiana taking on Sulphur. Acadiana, um, boy, that game last week to LCA. We'll get to LCA in a minute. Um, what a game. Acadiana is sitting here at one and two, and yet, you know, they're ranked sixth in the state in Class 5A because I guess you could say quality of loss, but obviously they're disappointed about the start thus far, but they're loaded. And I, you know, everyone that I talk to feels like tonight's game against Sulphur will not be a close one against the Golden Tours. What are your thoughts? It will not be a close one against the <laughs> yeah. Golden Force. There's, I mean, there's the analysis. The Golden that's, Force. That's, I mean, that's what you need right there. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I feel like, uh, you know, the uh, the telecast, the Monday Night Football telecast with um, Peyton and Eli and 
um, they asked Gronk something, and Gronk was like, yeah, you know, I think uh, I think he made a great play. And Peyton was like, man, that was some really great analysis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eli, you want to follow that up? And, no, uh, no, I think we're good. Yeah, no, I think we're good. I, yeah, no, yeah, I think we're good. Um, no, I, I tell you what, uh, if you would have told me before the season that um, else, well, actually, no, that Acadiana, STM, mm-hmm. and Karen Crow would all start the season one and two. That's wild. I would have uh, probably would have slapped you. Um, you know, like I mean, it just it, that's just such a shock. You know, like there's no way, maybe one, but not all three. There's no way all three of those teams start one and two. But obviously, every one of the losses that those teams have had has been quality. And so when you know, getting back to Acadiana, I mean, you're talking about losing to what the Division One champs in Catholic, mm-hmm. and then losing to the Division Three champs. And an LCA who mm-hmm. still brings back a, a ton, and you know, for Acadiana, um, they are still even with all of the loads of talent. Like there's still some guys um, that are are trying to get accustomed and comfortable in this offense. And the thing I will give credit to, because let's let's be honest, when talking about Acadiana, and really when talking about the other two teams too, you know, STM and Karen Crow that I mentioned, they could take it easy, right? You know what I mean? Like they could, they could, they could schedule easy opponents and 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 these warm up games, cupcake games that we see sometimes in the um, in the SEC. Obviously, talking college football, but like like we see with a lot of uh, Power Five teams early on in the season, scheduling automatic wins. Acadiana, Karen Crow, STM, they could schedule automatic wins. They're not doing that because they know that the early season games, yes, they matter, but they don't really matter ultimately. What really matters is playing against the best competition and getting yourself ready for a postseason run. And so um, Acadiana taking those games, you you would like for your new quarterback in Aiden Trahan to have some games to maybe warm up, you know what I mean? And to uh, maybe have some easy stuff. But, like, no, you're playing against LCA's defense who has three Division One and maybe more defenders on it. You're playing against um you know, you're playing against Karen Crow, which obviously they beat Karen Crow, but you're playing against Karen Crow who has really good defenders. You're playing against Catholic who has really good defenders. And so like you are learning on the fly against the best. And uh look, man, I hope Sulfur uh enjoys <laughs> the trip to Lafayette or to Scott, you know what I mean? Like uh, I hope it's a you know a pleasant everything, but uh, I am I am scared for what Acadiana is going to unleash because this is really this is really the first time that Acadiana has played an opponent who is not a title contender. That's probably the best way I can. Yeah, I mean I you're not playing a, um, yeah, that, that that this is that's exactly right. I mean I think it's I think that's the only way to put it. Uh, ESPN fourteen twenty Seth Lewis our guest. You mentioned STM, um, boy. I mean, they're one and two, and yet, what do they have tonight? They're they're on the road at. <laughs> Neville, and Neville I is. That, I, I had to think of wait some pause. I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> Who they was playing, and then I was like, "Oh, that's good. That's... That, that was that was." <laughs> All right, go ahead. I don't know how much. I don't know how. Neville is they're 
first place in 4A undefeated, and SDM's on the road. Can they avoid a 1-3 and three start? What do you expect from the Cougars tonight? I think, well, uh, look, I don't. I actually don't know. <laughs> uh, I threw you off your game because, there. <laughs> yeah, you threw me off my game, man, because like I, now I'm like, okay, well, uh, uh, everybody uh, plays the fool. Is is my favorite? Like, I mean, I remember listening. Everybody, to everybody plays the fool. Plays the fool. Man, oh <laughs> uh, man. Nah, you know, I got more confidence in Neville now. The fighting. <laughs> Man, uh, wow, that was good. Uh, uh, you should take that on the road. But anyway. Hey, um, stay tuned. Stay to- tuned. There could be there could be some stuff popping up next Tuesday on uh, on some okay. of my on some of my social media spots. Stay tuned. Okay. Okay, okay got okay. you. Now, sorry, um, football, football, it, Neville, STM, no, sorry. Yeah, football, football, <laughs> right. No, so uh, when you talk at STM, like STM similar to uh, Acadiana this week, last week was the first time that STM played a non-title contender when they played Plaquemine. And they put up points <clears throat> as if it was, if, as if that was the case. Um, you know, so, I, I mean, Neville's a good team. Um, Neville's always a good team. So you can never uh, take them for granted. And this is going to be another good test for them. I, I, you know, I honestly, um, I honestly don't know how the game is going to come out tonight because, you know, even though, man, Madison Prep, 3A champs, watched them last year uh, against Church Point in the semifinals. Um, the quarterback is, is headed to UL. Um, definitely have a lot of respect for them as an opponent, but, like, them being able not only to win at, at STM but to to win in comeback fashion was a little surprising. I, I won't, you know, I, it was a little surprising to me. And then even how Alexandria won. And so you wonder, again, I think STM is going to be fine ultimately. And um, I like I said, with, with Acadiana too, I think these are two teams that's going to be fine. They're going to be in the uh, championship game or, or be right there for, for the championship game um, again. But um, it'll this will be a really good test and measuring stick for STM to see if they've got some of the uh, some of the kinks and and some of the uh, early season stuff out because we are talking about a team that only returns three starters. Now, when mm-hmm. Walker Howard is one of those three starters, mm-hmm. we don't reflect on that that much, right? But like they only had three starters coming back into this year, and so. Um, this is a good test for a lot of those young players because Walker's been balling even throughout it all. Like, you know, Walker's been doing his thing, um, and 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 the offense has really been rolling. But it'll be interesting to see if for a lot of these young guys that are getting their first real experience, um, if this our first real starting experience because a lot of those guys played. But um, it'll be interesting to see if those guys. Um, have grown up some uh, over this first month, and a win against Neville would be a really good sign of that. Seth Lewis, KTC TV3. All right, only about two more minutes here left, Seth. So just your quick quick hits on each one. Mention Karen Crow. They're at Ruston, one of the better teams in 5A. Uh, Karen Crow trying to avoid a 1-3 and three star, but they're really, really good. It's just a tough schedule. Your thoughts on that one real quick. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, for Karen Crow, uh, I bet that Aaron Crow's probably a little bit surprised to lose to Lafayette, but 
man, Lafayette and um and Coach Figaro and what they have going, man, it's mm-hmm. it's up and coming, man. It's really mm-hmm. exciting to see what's happening there. So uh Ruston's always a good opponent. Um it'll be interesting to see if they can if they can bounce back on the road uh, up there in North Louisiana. Speaking of uh Lafayette, the Alliance at Como tonight. Man, uh Lafayette at Como. Uh Como would sure like to make a statement after only winning on one game last year, you know, it'd be a heck of a statement to beat a team that just beat Karen Crow um, the week prior. But I think that, um, you know, Lafayette and, and just kind of what they, what they have going, um, this is a good week. You know, sometimes uh, you talk about uh, after a big win, you're feeling yourself a little bit, and then sometimes shock can come after that. A lot of people look at upset alerts as before, but sometimes it can come after It'll be um, interesting to see, can Lafayette handle the success of knocking off a big dog and then, you know, carrying that along uh, through the following weeks? There will, you mentioned the word upset. There will be no upset uh, LCA at St. Helena. Uh, I don't, you know, like no. talk about quick analysis. Okay, on that one. Uh, two mean, more for unless you. The, uh, unless the bus breaks down. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, Church Point. Shout out Church Point. They're ranked. They're hosting Marksville. I just wanted to give Church Point a shout out. Yeah, well, and, and Church Point again, semifinalist last year. You know what I mean? Like this is this is um, Coach J.C. Arsenal. Uh, this that thing has been rolling for years now. So uh, yeah, and Marksville, they you know Marksville is okay, uh, I believe. But um, you know Church Point, Church Point should take care of business tonight. All right, and then lastly, uh, Cecilia at Crowley. Cecilia at Crowley. Man, I tell you what, um, Alex Swallow, really, Cecilia versus Denham Springs last week. I was I was at that game, and uh, it was 14-14 when I pulled up. I stayed for 15 minutes, and it was 28-21 to 21 or 27-21 to by the time I left. Man, that offense is humming. And uh, Alex Swallow is, is one of the biggest keys, along with Jermani Davis and a, and a couple of those other guys on offense. And so uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be interesting to see what they do. And sure, Crowley is, is trying to rebuild and, and, and trying to come back. And they've, uh, and they've done some things uh, early on. But, um, man, Cecilia is what I'm really keeping an eye on uh, in that matchup, especially quarterback uh, Alex Swallow. Seth Lewis has been our guest. He is... The man must follow on social media at Seth Lewis Inc. on Twitter. Uh, Football Fridays must watch Friday nights, 1030 KTC. Watch it tonight. He knows his high school football. He knows his sports. And uh, when I watch him on TV, all I can think is think of is, um, dang it. I was trying on off the cuff to come up with a, an Aaron Neville thing, and I couldn't do it. That's uh, I mean, but every, everybody has to play the fool sometimes. Yeah, yeah. The touch, the knowledge of sports. Oh, that's good, man. <laughs> that's good. I'll take it. I'm going to listen to Aaron Neville right now. Hey, why wouldn't you? That is Seth Lewis. Seth, I appreciate the time, my friend. It's always great chatting. Appreciate it as always, man. At Seth Lewis Inc. on Twitter. Up next, Christian Clark. He dropped the big one. About the Pelicans earlier this week for NOLA.com on Wednesday. You don't want to miss what he has to say about how that story came to be. The problems with the Pelicans we're discussing next right here on the Great Scott Show. It's a football Friday. We're talking hoops, too. It's ESPN 1420.